coming to you from the City of Roses. This is the broadcast by Last Professionals and for Last Professionals. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Today, we are going to do another baby cast, and today's topic is how to deal with a bad review. If you've been in business for at least a short period of time, at some point, you're going to get that Yelp review or that Google review that's going to boil your blood. Babe, you're going to get hot. <laughs> you're going to get mad, and then you're going to feel crushed, too. You're going to doubt. You're going to question you're going to want to point fingers. You're going to want to hunt them down and kill this person. Oh, my goodness. You're going to take it home, and you're going to be miserable at home. Yeah, you your know? husband, spouse, boyfriend, whatever is going to hate you because you're going to be like, I got a bad review. <laughs> and I remember our first time it happened, it's like, oh, it's oh my gosh. It, is it was like awful. We just sat around for hours and I think stared at Licked our like, wounds and the full gamut of being upset and rage and denial and who did that and, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to happen. So welcome to life. Someone's going to do it to you. Whether sometimes it's deserved, sometimes it's not, that's not the problem. When you get done with this, we're going to give you seven tips. You can turn every bad review into a great marketing plan. Oh, no, it's true. <laughs> Maybe not a marketing plan, but a great tool that can help grow your business. It is. It actually can make you look better. So let's get into it. Our first tip. Tess, what's our first tip? This is something that we had to really learn to do. Yes, you don't respond right away. <laughs> That's right. Okay, the first thing that you do is you take a deep breath. Have a drink, go for a run, take a hot shower, whatever it is. Just- this took a little bit for me to learn because immediately I wanted to get on the phone, I wanted to get on Yelp and immediately make it right. But we had some bumps along the way with that and we've we figured out a better formula and hopefully it can help you out too. So resist the urge to go to Yelp and immediately immediately start responding to this. Yeah. I think the best thing is to walk away. Take an afternoon off or I mean afternoon made off from work, but just from looking at this, find something else to get you focused on so you can take the emotion away. That emotional stuff is really good. But practically speaking, there is a reason why you don't want to respond right away. There is a chance that the review may go away on its own. Sometimes people are in the heat of the moment and they don't want to use their own account. So they make one up with a different name and a different handle and that kind of thing. And if it's not, if Yelp doesn't see it in their algorithm as somebody that's a real user, oftentimes it'll be up for a couple of days and it'll be gone. But if you respond right away, that will ensure publicly publicly it will stay on for all posterity. No, we did this. We made this mistake a couple of times. So there is a reason why you don't respond right away because in the off chance that it will go away, you're increasing the odds. I mean, if you look at the review and it's short and it's from their first review ever with very little details on their page, I'm going to tell you most likely it will be taken off. That's just very commonly would go away. But if it's, you know, from a verified account and all that, they stick. And that's okay, too. Our biggest thing is we don't want you to respond right away publicly. There's going to be stuff you're going to do right away that's private, but you're not going to do anything publicly to, you know, help validate the review. Because you can't take that stuff back. And when you're hot in the moment, you may regret it. So the pause serves to benefit you in two ways. Yeah. So second tip is don't assume it's fake. I don't know how many people, when I talk to them about the bad reviews, they go, oh, they're all fake. They're all former employees. Oh, they're by competitions writing all these bad reviews, you know? Sometimes you can see it because you actually read the review and the business owner, you read a bad review and the business owner says, I looked through our database and I can't find anybody with your name. Anonymous. Everyone's not, not everyone, but a lot of people are anonymous or don't want you to know who they are because they are afraid of getting retribution if you write a bad review and then you're going to call them up and attack them or something like that, send them a pipe bomb. 
Um, so, but there's a benefit though. If you realize it's not, if you start assuming it's not fake, then you have a chance to take responsibility. And this really leads into our next tip, which is take a humble approach to this whole process, which means what, Tessa, your favorite quote that you love? Uh, it's by Bill Gates. And he says, your most unhappy customers are your greatest source of learning. Yeah. When you allow yourself to think that you could be the problem, it allows you to actively figure out what you could do better next time. Yeah. When you think that you're being treated unjustly or somebody's out to get you, it takes your responsibility out of the equation. So for your own mental sharpening and for your own best practices, assume that it's real. Yeah. Okay. Assume that it's a gift. It's a gift from God. It's a gift from the universe saying you may need to look at this. It's time to grow. And the only way you're going to grow is when you see problems in your business and you listen to others because you yourself, we generally are very much, we live in self-denial. We won't admit, no, I'm perfect. Everything in my business runs great. The systems are good. My lashing's good. I can't imagine someone would ever be unhappy. But if you go with it more like, you know what? I'm probably missing the mark at times. I could, oh, maybe, maybe our greeting on the phone isn't the best. Maybe I was a little rushed and I kind of got him out the door because I wanted to leave early. And you have that humility now you can learn, now you can grow, and now you can actually become the best at what you do because you're allowing these people who maybe not always nice, maybe they don't always mean good, but you can take those lessons and you can turn them into something positive that makes you a better business person or a better lash stylist. Yeah. So you always ask yourself, what if it is true? Is there anything that I can learn that's yeah. going to help me be better? Exactly. So, so that's, that's the humility. Yeah, that's the humility. And that's if you get that as your, as your foundation, guys – and if you know us, that's something that's really been one of our number one values in everything we do. We believe this 100%. We always ask people in our events, please give us honest reviews. Give us honest feedback. And I try my best. When I see someone who's not happy, I'll try to reach out to them and I'll try to listen to them and see if there's anything that we could do differently. Refunded people. Like when we had our salon, we had 100% guarantee we would refund anyone who was unhappy. Now, thankfully, I think in five years when we finally instigated that thing, we only did it twice or five years. So, but that also shows you care and that you're humble and you're willing to take the blame if something's not right. And so that's really a key ingredient for you. If you're going to run a business successfully is being humble. Now, the fourth thing, what's our fourth tip? Well, if you know who it is, contact them directly. Okay. Yes. So do not text, do not DM. It's so tempting because you kind of want to avoid the conflict, right? But let me tell you, people get more bravado. The complaint gets worse when they're hiding behind Not text or, 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 or yeah. When you actually talk to someone face to face or you, they can hear the care in your voice. It helps them to be more civil. It helps you to be more civil. And it also, they can see the care. And that's all yes. they I want. I always say the reason why most businesses who are successful is because they actually care. And people can see that and sense it. And that's so attractive to see someone who actually cares. Especially in this day of age, it feels like we're in the death of customer service because of COVID. And just everyone's downsized. And it's been so tough. But to rise above that and still show you care is a value that just communicates Again, next to humility, caring is huge. And so... No, when you do this, I'm, I'm not saying that you have to like lay down yeah. and become a doormat and just wallow in, oh my gosh, we were I just suck. terrible. We were just terrible. The best thing that you can do is just parrot what they're saying yeah. just so that they feel heard. So what you usually do would immediately call the person, right? Yeah, there's two pathways here. Let's just say you look at the review. One is like, oh my gosh, 
the name is close enough. I, I you really kind of figure it and out. And also sometimes you, you'll, you'll get feedback from the stylist or if it's you, you'll know, oh my gosh, two days ago, I didn't have the best goodbye. The client seemed a little irritated. I asked, hey, is everything okay? They didn't really respond. They were kind of negative and then they left. And then amazingly, a day or two later, a review, bad review pops up and you're like, well, there's only one client in the last couple of days who had a horrible, I could tell was not really happy. So I'm going to call that person. And what I do is I call and then most of the time you leave a message. That's just most rarely do people answer their phone. Can you anymore. give us an example of what that call would sound I'll like? I'll say, hi, Mrs. Jones. It looks like or appears that you um, gave us a review the other day, which I thank you for that. I always appreciate any time we get reviews, whether good or bad. And it looks like we missed the mark. So, Mrs. Jones, what I would love to do is be able to talk to you about, to hear about what happened, what you were not happy about, what your experience was like. We really do take these things seriously and we do want to make it up to you and to make it right. So please get back to me and call me at blank, blank, blank. And then I just leave that as a short message. And sometimes they call back. Sometimes they don't call back. It's just a, it's a hit and mix. Um, if it's a, a client that comes to our salon all the time, they, I always get in touch with them. But if it's a newer client, mm, it's maybe 50-50 chance. If I don't hear from them the next day, what I'll do, again, is call again and leave another message. And I'll be nice about it. Hey, it's me again, Paul calling from a Terry Lash. Not trying to harass you or anything, but of course, whenever we see we missed the mark, it always breaks our heart and we always want to connect and find out what happened. So if you can be so kind to give me a call back, that'd be great. Have a great day. And then I would, at that point, would text them. I would say, hey, just left you a message. Mrs. Jones would love to see you or love to talk to you please get back to me i would not in the re- in the text say i saw you gave me a bad review and i need to talk to you right away <laughs> i would not do anything that sounds threatening or like i'm gonna get her back and fight with her that's not i'm all inviting the conversation because you want to make it seem safe because if they feel like you care or that's safe they're more likely to reach out and actually truly talk to you and then if that none of that works then i privately dm them through the yelp because you can always get back to and people what does that yelp. look like Again, that's a simple like, hey, because let's say I don't know who they are or it's someone that I think I know, but they're not responding. At that point, I write them a direct DM and it's very similar tones like, hey, oh my gosh, it looks like we really missed the mark. And now if I know the situation, by the way, if I know that we did mess up, I will even say this. I 100% agree that we deserve a one star. I put that in the DM. I don't do that publicly yet. And I'll say, it looks like, yeah, we 100% deserve that one star because I heard what happened and I'm heartbroken of what happened. We really missed the mark and we never like to see clients leave unhappy. So please get back to me so we can sit down and talk about this. You can call me at this number or email me and I try to open up the door. Again, sometimes they don't respond. So after a few days, I might go back to the DM and say, it looks like, you know, unfortunately I haven't heard back from you. I totally understand that everyone's checking their DMs every day. But that's, I'm hoping you you will reach out. And if it is an issue where you're just unsatisfied or don't like what you have, I can assure you that we will make it up to you. We'll refund your money or we'll get you in and redo the set. We'll fix it so you, that everything's good. I'm willing to lose money on this at this point. Yes, because that bad review can hurt you. Yep. And so it behooves you to do everything in your power to solve the situation so that it doesn't cause a problem for your business. And, um, and then the next thing, which is really quite the same idea. Fifth tip. Most of the time the client just, you know, wants to be heard and validated. That's all they want. When you agree with them, when you listen to them, it takes the wind out of the sails. They're almost like they're expecting a fight oftentimes. So when you show caring, like tell me how you, how made you feel or tell me what happened and you're not combative about it, it really does so much to say that you care about this relationship. I mean, that's everything. If you show them you care, they'll get louder and louder and louder. 
the more you dismiss them or don't hear them or accuse them of being fake or whatever. That, that that's just the opposite thing you want to do. You're putting like fuel in the fire. You're gasoline. just stoking it. Gasoline. And let me tell you though, the ones, the situations where you can turn it around, these people become absolutely loyal. When you turn a situation, a bad situation around and show them that you care, these people become ambassadors for yeah. you. So let's move on to the uh, six Point tip. six, yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't go to them and start accusing people of, like, screwing up. Like, oh, my goodness. Who saw Mrs. Jones? Oh, you, Jenny, get in here. We're going to talk about what happened. That's not the way to yeah, go about you, it. You don't want your staff, like, despairing the fact that you got a bad review and then they know, oh, no, the owners are going to be completely freaked out and doing a witch hunt. Don't do that. You always want to believe the best about your people and also understand that when people don't feel heard, the situation becomes worse and worse and even more exaggerated. Okay. I mean, for me, what I like to do is I like to always assume that my staff is right. I mean, I used to, when the earlier years I did not. No, we didn't. Yeah. We assumed that they were wrong and they screwed up. I would not do that. I would usually come in and say, Hey Jenny, so what happened with uh, Mrs. Jones? It looks like we, she gives a bad review. And by the way, when you do that, console your team member. Let them know. Because they're feeling like they have done something wrong. You all know it sucks not satisfying a client. Like when somebody leaves and you just know you didn't do it for them, it's the worst feeling ever. Because we're people pleasers, right? Exactly. Unfortunately, we had a bad review, but I know you and you're amazing. And I know you care. And And I know this is going to, this is probably going to bother you. And I don't want you to have a sleepless night tonight. Don't let this get you down. But that all said, let's figure out what happened. So tell me. What happened when Mrs. Jones came in? Let them know that you have their back because, and and that you understand that they're trying to do their best. And obviously if there was a problem, sometimes they will write there and say, yeah, I was doing this and I kind of messed up or I I was texting through the whole appointment, whatever it is that the client's upset about. And you just affirm, so do you feel, do you feel like you handled it the right way or do you feel like the review is appropriate? And hopefully if you've exemplified humility, they'll, they'll be like, yeah, actually, I think I did mess up or, you know, you'll see them admit to it and that's okay. You say, you know what? I believe in you. And this can be a good teaching moment and say, look, for us, we always used to pull out that quote from Bill Gates, your most unhappy customers are your greatest source of learning. So this is a chance for you to learn. This is a chance for us to learn. We all will grow from this. By the way, one person's mistake in this, in a room becomes a lesson for everyone in the salon. Not that we go around and say, Hey, Jenny screwed up, but we'll hear, we may talk about a team meeting. We'll say, you know what? A couple weeks ago, I had a client come in and know what they got upset is because basically we were five minutes late but we didn't give them an extra five minutes at the end. We cut their appointment short and we actually still charged them and we charged them the full price and they felt short change and they were upset about that. By the way, and this, this is a lesson for all of us to learn, guys. We can't do that. We can't be late to our clients because then we're breaking trust and that's going to hurt the business. And the business becomes a lesson and it doesn't have to be a shame moment. It's just a moment for all of you to grow from. So don't attack your staff. Listen to your staff. Assure your staff. Let them know you love them, that you support them, and then hopefully you can learn a lesson from it. Now we're going to move on to number seven, and and this is what I like to call the silver lining. Basically, having a bad review can be a wonderful marketing tool. At the end of it, you know, let's say you've done everything that you possibly can to remedy the situation and it looks like this bad review is going to stick, right? This is your time to make, it's a commercial for you. Because when you go on Yelp, what do you do? You go first to look at the bad reviews. You, Always. You, right? No one's looking at the good reviews. You want to know all the crap in that People business. want to know the story, right? So you go to the bad review and you know that people are going to go there. So you're going to give them exactly what they're 
don't expect. You're going to meet their expectations and show them what kind of a business owner you are. Not by accusing the person, not by saying you're a fake person, by saying, hey, I own this. There was one time we definitely deserved the one star. And we said, hey, Yelpers, we deserve this one star. And this is why. We talked about what we're going to do differently and offer, you know, in that situation, because we'd been trying to reach out to the person and they hadn't been able to contact us or, or they just didn't. Or anything, yeah. That's when you publicly put it in there. Say, I'm. you can come back in for a service. I'd like to take care of you. If you don't want that, I'm going to make it right for you. You make sure that it's publicly known. It's like one or two weeks later. So one thing, you can write that response with not a lot of anger because you're no longer all worked up. And you've also tried, you've DM'd them at that point, say, hey, I want to talk to you. You've called them if you knew who they were. You've done a private communication with them if they're not responding. Or even if they are responding, they're like, screw you, which... I've had some of those. Uh, you At least now you do the public declaration, which is going to be very respectful, kind, supportive, taking ownership. Even if you know it's fake, guys, even if it's fake or possibly fake or a former employee, you take the, the high, high road, road and you just eat the humble pie, humble pie and just say, you know what? Because everyone's going to look at that and they're going to see you. Wow. Look, this person totally denigrated your company, attacked you, said horrible things. And then you respond like, Wow, I deserve that. You, I'm so sorry that we disappointed you or we missed a mark and we really want to make it up to you. In fact, we've been trying to reach you but can't reach you. But whenever you do, you have a free set of lashes or we will be more glad to refund the money. Losing that new set or losing that film money is worth it for the marketing price because that response, people are going to see and they're going to like, Wow, that's a safe bet. If I have an issue, they're going to go head over heels for me. And now some of you are going, well, I don't want that out there. All of a sudden, these people are going to be calling people in. People are going to be using that as an excuse. No, you know what? Won't. There may be one person. Yeah. Like like I said, we had a guarantee for money back or if you don't like your lashes. And Two over in five years. I mean, really, for that extra marketing pizzazz you add to that little extra care, we got more clients from that than we lost in money for a couple of new sets that we had to refund people. Don't be afraid to put it out and there. And one last thing. By the way, guys – If you do everything right, you follow this and you show care and you're humble and you approach this right, more times than not, that person is going to take that one star and make it a five star. It just happens. You don't want to ask them. We had a policy. We never asked people to remove. It was completely voluntary. 13 years, never once asked for a change of review. We just did the right thing. We took the high road. We took care of them. And I'd say 60, 70, 80% of them took that one star and made it a five star. Let me tell you one story. I had one that I'd gotten a bad, like a two-star review, something like that in the very beginning when I started. And it stuck in my craw and it haunted me and it was, it bugged me. It was like maybe five years later, five years later, she reached out out of the blue and I was like, oh my gosh, that's the one who gave me the bad review. (laughs) And she asked for appointment and I said, hey, I can't remember what it was, but I said, I will come to your house and I will take care of you. It was like the old days. I guess yes. Looks back, yeah. If that's what it takes. And she was like completely blown away. And she removed the review. <laughs> she, yeah. It was five years Took later. Five years, but she removed it. And we've seen that with many clients who were really mad. And our staff said they were impossible. Oh, they'll never this. And then we just did a little magic, a little care, a little love, a little listening. And then two weeks later, a month later, all of a sudden they're back and now they're our favorite fan. In fact, we've had that even with our events and stuff and our webinars where someone's been disappointed and I've listened to them. And after they're done, they're like, okay, I'm going to buy every ticket you ever sell again. (laughs) Because what you just showed me 
shows that you guys care and you stand behind what you do and you're not just trying to dupe people for a little some money. You actually really care. And that's what you need to do if you really want to have a successful business at any level, whether it's a salon, whether it's an individual working, or you have a company like what we have now. So anyhow, guys, hopefully you found that useful. Do you have anything else, Tess, or we covered all, I think? That's it. I was just going to say, sometimes it doesn't work out the way that you want and a bad review might still stick despite your best intentions. Yeah. Don't be discouraged by that because by doing the right thing, you have built a character that is poised to do the right thing in any situation. Even when you're mistreated or abused and you do the right thing, that's so much more satisfying than getting in the mud and digging and fighting back with them because that just feels crappy when it's all over. You just feel as dirty as they are. And I, like I said, still, that positive response online, that's going to do more wonders to get clients to call you. To and bring praise. Yeah, so. people will be attracted to that. We had people call us. I saw a response. You had a client. One once I saw it, I said, I have to book with them because I don't see that from other salons. So you can use this to your benefit. So that all said, guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at Lashcast Podcast and The Last Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. On behalf of my last baby, Tusney, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing. And remember, you have a friend in the lash industry. <laughs>